I'm Jasmine. I'm Alyssa. I'm Rhiannon. And this is Books Between Sisters. We are back for another week to talk about the second half of It Ends With Us. And we have a special guest with us, Deja. Say hello. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're so excited. Us. Yes. Um, I can't tell who's more excited, Melissa <laughs> or Deja, about talking about this book. <laughs> we, I don't know. We're normally on the same level. <laughs> like, we, yeah. We're constantly we like each other winning. <laughs> yeah, honestly. I, I really do. I'm super excited. I'm surprised. <laughs> Well, go ahead and kick us off. I mean, we finished, we wrapped it up, so it's fair game to talk about the whole book. What, uh, how do you feel about the ending? Yeah, go ahead. I do want to start off by, because something that we didn't talk about last week, and because we had so much to talk about, we were really cramped for time, but the ending of the first half, um, we forgot to mention that that was the first time that Ryle told Lily that he loved her and she said the most naked truth that she's ever said to him was that she loved him too that I felt like was really important to kind of put out there before we get into the second half but I do want to know because we did talk about um the characters and what we first thought of Ryle and Atlas and Lily and all of them so I kind of wanted to ask Deja the same question like what her first impressions of all the characters were and how you felt about Ryle and Lily and Atlas kind of getting thrown in there as well yeah like first half we're thinking first half yes yeah um okay so obviously love Lily and I find her to have like this like really and, like sense of humor like even when she's like talking about like her dad's funeral and everything like the way she kind of like laughs at her pain I really enjoyed that about her personality and Ryle I definitely I was like he sounds like extremely gorgeous for sure he sounds like <laughs> beautiful <laughs> um, I love a doctor <laughs> Yeah, good old neurosurgeon. <laughs> gotta have him. Gotta have him. <laughs> and um, I, I just, I just feel like I knew I was gonna love Atlas, and I love Atlas, and I always will. So I don't know. I feel like that's a brief summarized version. <laughs> who, who do you like better, Ryle or Alyssa? Not this Alyssa. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Definitely, of course. She'd win hands down. Um, <laughs> I, I actually really like Alyssa. I think, uh, I just think that, well, <clears throat> I don't know about from the first half if I really got this vibe, but definitely, like, overall, she's just a really good person. Like, she's just, like... She also has this really good sense of humor and she's not like 
snobby. She's not naive. Like, I just, I, I am still curious so much about like certain aspects of the relationship with like what they went through as children, um, and how that dynamic really worked. But I love Alyssa. I don't like the way they spell her name, but <laughs> thank you. Thank yeah, you. hideous. It's you hideous. gotta appreciate the right way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looks funny. Sorry. Like I'm sorry, sorry to anyone out there have a friend who actually spells her name this way. But no, nope, this is the right way right here. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, the way that it's spelled, it's like you want to say Alyssa or Alyssa. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Well, Mm-mm. um. I, you know, obviously this book is huge right now because of the sequel coming out. It uh, starts with us, which went by the time that our listeners are listening to this. It's been out for a couple weeks now, but it just came out yesterday. And Alyssa Peter Pants, I think, when it showed up in the mail for her. And even I was super excited. I think Bree was excited. But, um... Because of that, obviously on book talk, uh, book talk and bookstagram, this is a topic of people asking, "Who do you like better, Ryle or Atlas?" I just gotta know your guys' take on that because I feel like it's a no-brainer of who's better, but it seems like it's a topic of debate. So I just need to know <laughs> what you guys think about that. I understand the struggle, just because yes. Ryle has so much to him, and obviously there's a lot of bad, (laughs) but you also have to really look at his background, and it's just heartbreaking that the reason why he is the way he is is for... Did we talk about this already, His, his background? It goes more into it in the second half that we haven't talked about. Yeah, so there's a reason behind why he is the way he is. And it's just really heartbreaking. And you can't help but have a little bit of a soft spot for him. But yeah, I Atlas definitely wins hand down. Um, I just, there is just a little part of me, though, that I'm just like, like, just a soft spot for Ryle and just hoping that he like works out his issues yeah what do you think Gree? felt the same way um it's it's no it's an arena to me as well it's definitely atlas but like Alyssa was saying there is just something about ryle that it's it's very heartbreaking that he is the way that he is because you could tell how much he actually did care for lucy not Lucy. Lucy. I'm thinking about it. Reason. What epilogue did you read? There's a twist. Uh oh. Lucy. Adding to the plot line without her even realizing. Lucy's uh, fiance. <laughs> Lucy was her roommate. Oh my goodness. Anyways, um, but. Yeah, it's you can definitely tell just how much he loves her and it's it's really sad that he is the way that he is because of it. But it is still hands down Alice. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm more mad at they don't really go like super into detail about his childhood and like what happened, but I feel like I'm more mad at his parents than anybody. 
just because of how young he was and just it ruined completely ruined his life um so it's Are you just about Ryle? Ryle, yeah okay I'll let you yeah yeah i see going off of what you said i think Ryle is even like pretty upset with his parents as well because when we like enter the book he's like super upset with these the parents of the kid who just, you know, kind of died on the table that he was trying to save. And he's like going off about, you know, the parents, you know. And so I think that kind of like spoke to like his relationship with his parents and some of that anger that he has. Um, I don't know. I don't know what kind of therapy he's in, but it's not enough. he said he's in therapy but i'm like boo i think he's a little more um a little different every single day (laughs) up your sessions uh, yeah but anyway yeah 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 um not to get too into it yet but yeah i mean it's kind of the beautiful thing about the way she wrote it is that you do fall in love with ryle like other than the fact that you feel like, okay, what's going to go wrong? What's going to happen? Or, you know, whatever else. But, um, you know, Riley, he's, like, a very, like, lovable guy, I think. Like, he has his stuff, but you don't figure that out until after. You know, like, some of the things he feels about relationships and everything, like, that's very, like, oh, uh, mm. But you see how he truly does fall in love with Lily, and that's beautiful. But um. I don't know. I love a good, like, high school sweetheart type of vibe. I always will go for that. And I'm still trying to figure out, like, what's wrong with Atlas? Like, what? (laughs) Please balance him out because I love him too much. I love him. So, yeah. Maybe in the new book. Maybe. Yeah. Um, DJ just made a connection for me that I absolutely did not make at all of, of Ryle talking about the parents in the first chapter with the kid that with the same exact incident that happened in his life. Mind blown. I didn't even like catch that at all. So that totally makes sense of yeah. the parent connection there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, part two. Yeah, part two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always the one who's like, let's get into it. (laughs) Yeah. Move us along. Move along here. (laughs) No, so we, yeah, we start off with Lily ends back up at Bibbs. Really much to her, um, you know, she was trying really hard to get them not to go back because of Atlas being there. And um, they insisted, though. And she did, she did, however, say that the food was amazing. So that's not the reason why she didn't want to go. It was just trying to avoid awkward situation. Can I um, say I really want to try that restaurant? Yeah, right. I know. Oh, dessert court, please. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like it's it sounds like it's a really fancy restaurant if they're coming out with desserts and the chef is coming out and <laughs> talking there's to the customers. A, I'm there's like, a tree in the middle of the restaurant. The tree? Yeah. yeah. There's a whole tree in the middle of the restaurants. I think it's cool. There's a restaurant in Lacey that has a whole um 
uh, uh, taco truck in the restaurant. <laughs> so what? I think those type of things are cool. It's like They're an really addition. Cool. What? It's like an addition to it. It's like. Yeah, it's, like, built around it. So, like, there's the taco Ooh. truck where I think they actually do all the cooking. <laughs> and then there's, oh. um, you know, tables and like stuff. Like, tables and stuff. It. That's uh, so cool. But it's cool. actually indoor. It's in a building. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's smart. And, you know, not to bring us off track, but that's what the tree yeah. reminded me of. I think right. that'd be <laughs> really cool. Just, like, make it, I don't know. I Just in my head, I pictured it as this outdoorsy looking restaurant Mm -hmm. you know with lights and making you know the lighting that makes it look like you're outside yeah that would be that's anyways yes so um when they get to the restaurant they're actually going to they're meeting um Alyssa and marshall and Alyssa sees lily's eye and she makes a comment she's like oh my gosh you know um by my blanket ryle thank you <laughs> my brain was blanking ryle was like told me that you slipped the main character's name mixed up with lucy right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay it happens um and yeah so he lied about the reason behind her cut and then they go to order dessert and Atlas comes up and he takes a look at her eye and he takes a look at Ryle's hand and he's just like, I know that something happened. This doesn't, these two things, not good. And which is crazy because I'm like, I was kind of confused as to why Alyssa didn't kind of put something together, especially because Ryle's hand was bandaged up too. I'm like, mm, you believe that story? But anyways, outside of that, Atlas is not happy. And I'm scared <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'm thinking he's about to jump over the table and <laughs> he... That's what I is- love about their relation oh sorry oh um that's what i love about lily and atlas's relationship is like obviously they haven't seen each other for years but and in any other situation like in movies you watch or books you read you just the normal response if you were in atlas's shoes is oh i really care about her but it's been years i don't know anything about her life i'm not going to overstep but Atlas is like, no, like, this is my girl. You're not going to do this to her. And he just jumps right in. <laughs> so I just love that about Atlas, mm-hmm. like, protective mode right right away. I think one of the biggest reasons, too, maybe Alyssa didn't make the connection is because Ryle might have even told her beforehand what had happened because he knew what it might have looked like. But with Atlas, with her, with him seeing her eye in his hand, he didn't really have to think about it because they both grew up in abusive relation or abusive homes. So he immediately knew, like it doesn't matter what excuse you tell me. He he knew exactly what had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh my gosh, heartbreaking. Um. So I can see her yeah, face. I was just mad. You have to say. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm mad. I was so upset because I uh oh. I, I felt so many things going into chapter 15. I felt so many things because for one thing, I feel like 
I was a little bit upset with Alyssa because I feel like she's a little bit in denial. It seems like this is something you already know about your brother, that he's kind of violent or that he can get angry and become violent. Um, So I feel like she was kind of like, what's the word? Like, she didn't want to know. I feel like she was like kind of hoping that it was something else and didn't want to put two and two together. Like, that's the... That's just what I thought immediately because she knows him and his history and everything. But I think I lost, I lost so much respect for him in this chapter, like definitely last chapter. But with this one, I lost respect because him telling a lie and he didn't need to, like, ooh, ooh, that got in the way. Skin so bad. I was like, see, to me, that was kind of like foreshadowing of what her life could be. A constant stream of these lies and these excuses, um, you know, if this were to continue and all this other stuff. And I just was like, oh, he could have he could have been humble and been like, you know, this is what actually happened. And I accidentally hit her, you know, or like, I don't know. I just feel like he could have been a little bit more truthful about it. But the lie kind of made it seem a little grimy. I wasn't down for that. And <laughs> Yeah, I was pretty upset. <laughs> yeah, especially because it was like, it wasn't just some random friends that they were out with. It was his sister and his brother-in-law. So if you're going to be truthful with anybody, it's like, those are the people he's closest with. So right. just the fact that he couldn't be honest with those people was, yeah, it was. Yeah, because he could have said, yeah, he could have been like, you know, I went to, we had a little bit too much wine. I went to grab the casserole out the oven. And because it was hot, I dropped it really quick and accidentally hit her. I mean, like, that could have been like, it's kind of what actually happened, except for you got mad and you actually hit her. But I was just like, you made up this whole lie. Nah, man. Mm-mm. Yeah. And Atlas was not having it. He actually followed Lily into the bathroom which i was kind of like uh, that i don't know why you would do that that <laughs> was the only part i was like that's not, your best. <laughs> that's not your best judgment but he did say something that even though it was harsh i feel like it needed to be said because lily's making excuses for ryle still at this point and atlas was like oh she said that oh ryle's a good person and atlas responds funny you sound just like your mother and he tells her to leave him. And I was just like, yes, that was really harsh. But I also feel like that was like the kick that she needed to kind of wake up and be like, wow, I, I maybe I do sound like my mom. Maybe I do need to think about this more. So um, and that's definitely something that Lily talks about later in the book, too, is like, it's just so easy to fall into that pattern of making excuses especially when the other person is saying hey let's make this excuse and you're like yeah I guess that makes sense and then it just keeps happening as you keep going and going so like the fact that Atlas is like no <laughs> like mm-hmm. this, this is not an accident no you should not put up with this like everybody it was me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah but then I don't think I I was ever as scared as I was in this moment when Lily opens the door and Ryle is standing there and he sees Atlas. I was like, <laughs> I could just imagine Alyssa reading it and she jumps. I was like, it's a trap. <laughs> Get out of there, Atlas. <laughs> and 
not even worried about Lily. You said, Bump, Bump, Lily, she's my man. Because that was at all costs. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a really, really tense moment. And I was so proud of Atlas. He started to walk away, and I was like, he's going to do it. He's going to just move on and maybe talk to Lily later. And then he goes to open the kitchen door and he's like, nope, can't do it. (laughs) And he's like, you stay away from her. Don't touch her. I'll kill you. And I was just like, yeah, but also you should have just walked away. But yeah. But no, like the the way the altercation went, like, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but it gave me life. I know I shouldn't like violence. And he should have walked away. However, like you, I don't know if you guys picture Ryle like this, but I, I imagine Ryle to be like, he's not like some kind of like just tall and skinny white guy. Like to me, he's this like kind of like sturdy man. Like he's tall, but he's like sturdy, you know, he's solid. Like he probably has hands and he probably, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Cause he's always talking about his biceps, not fitting in his shirt and everything. So I'm like, you know, no, he could fight if he really wanted to fight. And Atlas, up to this point, you kind of see him as kind of like this homeless boy who joined the army, but you don't really know a clear picture of him until and um, shop and Alyssa's like, whoa, you know, that's when you're like, oh yeah, he probably is fine. But at this point, <laughs> at this point, like when he says or when he like goes up to him. And, like, he doesn't put his hands on him. Ryle, like, pushes him. Then he comes back and puts his, like, arm, like, on his chest or on his, like, throat, he said. It was something he really violent. But mm-hmm. I was just like, no, he meant business. That was, like, protective mode on 100. And uh, I just respect it. <laughs> That's like when mothers go into, like, mom mode and can lift cars off their... Yeah. <laughs> right. Because, like, Lily doesn't have anyone else that would do that for her. Yeah. So I feel like Ryle kind of needed someone to be like, oh, you're not just going to get away with this. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Team Atlas. Right. And then Ryle has to take shots because Lily says Atlas's name and he recognizes it from the rooftop. And he was like, oh, you mean that homeless guy that you slept with out of pity? And I was like, bro. Like, what? A full-on brawl. Like, like those are fighting words. I got it. I got this. I got you, yeah. Atlas. You um, see the extent of his anger issues. Like, you're not just a guy who something terrible happened to, and now you kind of black out when you're angry, you know, or when your emotions are high. Like, you choose to be a jerk quite a few times and i i mean i guess i shouldn't force him to be perfect even though he's a fictional character in a book but i just am like i don't know man like you said that just because you got called out on yeah. what was really true yeah it was a low blow <laughs> for sure and two waiters the, these two waiters that pulled them apart definitely deserve a raise <laughs> just they do good employees <laughs> Um, yeah, so then after they break apart, um, Ryle leaves and doesn't say, even say anything to Alyssa and Marshall. He just gets his jacket and he's, 
he walks out and I think it's so funny. He's like so mad. He's like, I didn't even drive here. <laughs> He's like, I didn't take my car. Dang it. And so um <laughs> it's so funny. I laugh so I couldn't hard. help but laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I laughed at that like, part too. I feel like it's such a relatable moment. Like we've all been in a position where we're just like, dang it, I'm so mad, but I didn't like whatever it is. You're just like so mad. I was like, I feel that. Um so then Lily gives him the keys, they get in the car. Um and they get home. They don't say anything the whole way home. And then they do their whole, okay, naked truth, only naked truths. And um, she, my notes, I'm sorry, I'm lost. It's okay. Um, they were doing naked truths. And so Ryle basically just wanted to know, like, is she into Atlas still, or what's going on? Because now these worlds are clashing. And so, you know, obviously she says that she did know that he worked there. That's why she was trying to get them not to go there again. Um, but that nothing is going on between them. And the whole reason, you know, she didn't tell them about, tell Atlas about the fight. He just knew because of the fact that they both grew up in the abusive households and so Ryle that calms Ryle down he's like okay yeah. it's fine like just if you want it, you know if you don't let me see if you don't want to be with me just tell me now because you really see yeah. his insecurity coming out at this point and mm -hmm. like he was just like I was just hurt when I saw you alone with him and so I was really proud of Lily for just we just that's what they needed in that moment is just the truth and honesty and she did give that to him and he was just like I don't I just don't want to get hurt and she was just like I'm not here to hurt you like I love you and so I thought that was a beautiful moment between them um even though and we obviously will get into this later in the book too but I I just have to give props to Lily obviously those feelings were still there for Atlas I mean that can't just go away. maybe obviously not to the same capacity as when they were younger but there's still just that love in your heart right of of that person maybe not in love but love for that person and the whole way through I'm like okay Lily's gonna you know cheat on Ryle somehow Lily's gonna profess her love for Atlas somehow but she mm -hmm. never does the whole way through and I think that's mm -hmm. so admirable like she was committed for sure Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I So it kind of goes back to the moment that uh, Deja was talking about with Alyssa and Ryle shows up at the floral shop the next day. And that I just love Alyssa for she, she's just like, so uh, we're not allowed to go back to that restaurant. Then why is the owner allowed to come here? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was um, like, no. Nah. <laughs> yeah and she's like i know you're with my brother but can we just silently admire the perfection that is that man <laughs> <laughs> him. oh my gosh i just like, love we need it else here, right? <laughs> and he tells Alyssa he won't be long and she's like you know stay as long as you like in fact are you looking for an extra job lily needs to hire more people and we're looking for someone who can lift really heavy things why <laughs> 
requires a lot of flexibility and bending over. I was like, you are just the best. I just, I love Alyssa. She's my favorite she's character so for sure. She's mm-hmm. hilarious. And uh, even though Atlas has his own restaurant, he would have did it. He would have yeah, done yeah. the heavy You know he would have. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. Um, yeah, so she, Lily's prepared for a fight when he comes into her office, but instead he's just like so proud of her and he's admiring her floral shop and he's just like this is incredible and um he's actually there not to start a fight but to give her a gift and he also writes down his number and um he's like just in case you ever need this in case of emergency um he puts it in the back of her phone between her phone and her phone case and when he leaves She was like, wait, hold on. I just have to tell you what Ryle said. I it came out wrong. That's not how I related to him about him. You know, she's sleeping with him out of pity. And Atlas responds, I know (laughs) I was there. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I love that confidence. (laughs) Yes. We need more of that. Um Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the gift that he gave her was so sweet. It oh, was a book I from heard. yes, Jasmine. Crying tears. Yeah. <laughs> it was Helen's book entitled "Seriously, I'm um, Seriously, I'm Just Kidding," and it was inscribed from Ellen to Lily, and it said, "Lily Atlas says, just keep swimming." I just hope that in it starts with us, we get some kind of background on him meeting Ellen. Like what's that story? Right? <laughs> I Good know point. Too. I'm I just have to say too, so Finding Nemo is one like my favorite Pixar movie. So the fact that she used that movie in this book, just I love it even more because of that. So yeah, I love yeah. all the reference that they make throughout the book to that. I do feel like Oh god. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I was just I was just gonna say I agree. I just feel like she took a little, a step too far when she named her, her daughter Dolly. That kind of, I was like, mm, we, didn't, we didn't need that. That was corny, but <laughs> I could have done without that too. Yeah. <laughs> Emerson, um, Dory, Kincaid. <laughs> Before we keep talking, let's go ahead and take a quick break and we will be back. Welcome back. So as a reminder, we are talking about It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover, the last half of this heart-wrenching, emotional book. (laughs) And so, um, Ray, you're super quiet. What is your thoughts so far on where we're at? Um, I think I, I pretty much have the same stance with Ryle at this point where I, I still just get that really weird feeling from him. And I don't know. And I, I kind of, I like the, like the good moments they have, but I feel like deep down, 
it just it wouldn't be enough for them and i think i felt that way throughout the their entire relationship because i don't know it's it's just something about ryle that because of the way that he progresses in the book you you really want to like him but you always have that thing in the back of your mind where you can't <laughs> for obvious reasons um but it's it just continues to get worse and that it makes me really sad i think you can like him i don't think there's a problem with liking him i it's just not a good pair of people. yeah so like, like somebody not- that grew up in an household and then him dealing with the issues that he does I feel like that's completely different than if he were to try to have a relationship with somebody that doesn't have that kind of background and can maybe work with him a little bit more without that wound of your childhood being constantly reopened. Yeah. Um, and that's, that is, oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. That's kind of what I meant too, is like, not like him as a person, like you can't like him as a person, but like in the relationship, you like want to like him and you want them to be together, but it just, you know, it would never be what Lily would want in a relationship because of her past. What is it that he says in the beginning? He says something like there's no bad people, just bad. What is that? He said Um, there's just people who do bad things. Or he said, he says, I feel like everyone who they really are and deep down we're all equal amounts of screwed up some of us are just better at hiding it than others and then he says um oh yeah we're all just people who sometimes do bad things do bad things yeah there's no such thing as bad people yeah i how you just actually so that's actually foreshadowing um yeah right um but if you read i think it's the acknowledgments or yeah i think it is in the back um colin hoover actually got that from one of her friends and it felt like it was kind of one of her favorite quotes in the book um i don't know how i feel about that i don't agree with it yeah i'll say that for myself i definitely feel there like there is such thing as a bad person but i don't think it's like a default thing like i feel like obviously babies aren't bad right so it's always it always ends up being decisions that are made in childhood issues or whatever it may be right so i i can understand maybe if you look at it from that way that maybe that's what she meant is that nobody is like born bad um they just end up doing bad things maybe i feel like I there know. are people who are born bad not that a baby knows how to do certain bad things but it's you know you hear about um murderers that you're like oh they obviously had a bad childhood or you know abuse in their childhood or something and there are certain cases where they have perfectly fine childhood and they just grow up to do those things so it's like that's just a it's a brain chemistry thing obviously but it's like i feel like they can be bored (laughs) that way i don't know it's it's yeah it is interesting it depends on how you look at it i feel like it's it's kind of a lot like with depression 
with depression, it could be like a very, it could be a chemical imbalance in your brain where like you can't help it. You have depression. But then there's other circumstances where like you're depressed because of your circumstances and the situations that you're in. And it could be maybe the same thing with with people. Like you said, Jazz, you can be born with a chemical imbalance that makes you kind of a bad person. And it's very unintentional, but it's because of the way that you were create born where yeah it just it doesn't make you yeah i think about that like what you were saying i think about that with like narcissism i one time some and uh, some people might disagree but i do remember reading somewhere that um it was like a therapist or somebody was saying that you know you can't just not you can't choose to just not be a narcissist anymore. Like if you have those traits, those qualities or whatever. And so I kind of thought about it like that. Um, whereas like, I don't think anyone would necessarily choose to be, or I don't really know if they're born, you know, in that sort of way or not, but definitely like, I think about that in the same way as you yeah it's an interesting one yeah, yeah. Um, on a different oh sorry go ahead no go ahead i was gonna say on a different note continuing on i don't know if you guys want to like cover this beforehand with uh what's what we're going to progress into with the diary um she made she was looking into uh i think she said it was the last entry mm-hmm. um there was a quote in here that she had from atlas that i i just absolutely love and I wanted to see how you guys felt about it, too. But it, uh, he had said, Lily, life is a funny thing. We only get so many years to live it. So we have to do everything we can to make sure those years are f- as full as they can be. We shouldn't waste time on things that might happen someday or maybe even never. Yeah, that's a good, good quote. Good quote coming in from Atlas. Do it now. Don't save it for later. <laughs> I feel like that was now. like he was me. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, just I just, he just knew even when they were younger that <laughs> he needed that quote. Right. <laughs> he was lay, laying seeds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is interesting because it gives us the insight into what actually transpired between Lily's dad and Atlas. Because I was really confused at the end of the last half. I was like, he's moving away. Like, what? how What? How does he get beat up by her dad? And so we find out. And he does. Back. He does move away, yeah. Yeah, he did move away. But he came back um, on Lily's 16th birthday. And, you know, he's like, you know, I needed to be here. And um, he came back is this when he came back with that gift no no, no. yeah yes with the, with the magnet right the magnet yeah because he couldn't afford much so he got he ended up getting her a magnet yeah a magnet with boston on it where everything's better and um but the plot twist to this is that you know every time with them when he would come in her window and stay the night, she would always lock the door. Well, he'd been away for such a long time. He came in the window that night by surprise 
and she forgot to lock the door. My gosh, another moment where I was like, no, Alice, why are you in these positions? <laughs> why does everybody <laughs> want to beat you up? You're such a good guy. Right. Um, when I, what I did find heartbreaking, though, is that he, this is when he also told Lily that he wasn't looking for a place to stay when he went next door. Yes. He actually went over there to commit suicide. And so it just gives us like a deeper understanding of what a dark place he was in at that time. And he actually told Lily that she saved him without even knowing it was because when he went into the house, um, her broom, he could see um, and her light came on and he just saw her and he's just like, you're like this angel that, you know, didn't you didn't even know you were doing anything, but you just made me excited for the first time after not feeling for something for so long and um you saved my life and I was just like oh my gosh how do you how do you compete with that Ryle I don't I know I don't I even understand and what's so amazing about that is he did not know her at that point and so when you think back about her side of it too and her seeing him for the first time and bringing him food and water and being that caretaker to him. It's like, you guys are just a match made in heaven. you got to be together. Yeah. <laughs> like, so amazing. And it's cute, too, because she even thought about that in the beginning half of the book, where she noticed that from where she was standing, she could see that Atlas would be able to see in her bedroom. And she was like overthinking everything now, like, oh, my goodness, what if he, you know, how many countless times have I walked past, you know, my bedroom window and blah, 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 blah. And all this time, it was literally because he could see into her room that literally saved his life. Yeah. yeah. So after her dad beats Atlas to a bloody pulp, basically... Ugh. He gets Horrible. taken to the hospital in an emergency vehicle, and um, she doesn't see him again. Yeah, she's and what's him. even worse is her dad is considered a hero after this because Ugh. they yeah. basically twist it and make it seem like Atlas manipulated Lily and that her dad was, like, the savior, which is just disgusting, and I... Ugh. I, at this moment, like, yeah, in the beginning when Lily talked about his funeral and what she did, I was like, okay, that was maybe a little harsh. And then you get to know what all these things that her dad did. And I was like, no, you 100% deserve that. Like, I'm surprised she even showed up at his funeral because, yeah, that was just horrible. I'm glad she did, though, because she was savage. <laughs> she was savage. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, she stops writing to Ellen because it hurts too much. It reminds her of Atlas. This chapter ends with her saying that um, things with Ryle are still fairly new, but I feel that same depth with him that I used to feel with Atlas. He loves me just like Atlas did. And um, I was like, no, that is not true. <laughs> like, like, You're lying how to yourself. To like, I don't get it. <laughs> She's lying yeah. to herself, right? I'm just like, there's no comparison. I mean, no, yes, again, Ryle is a very caring person when he's not 
having his episodes, but it's just not the same depth. It, it, it no. Yeah. Yeah, it is completely different. Um, I feel like it would have made more sense had Ryle been honest with Lily from the beginning and told her about his episodes and everything, then maybe they would have had like the deeper connection kind of like her and Atlas did, but he, he, he kept that from her. And so I'm like, I don't understand what you mean by having such a deep relationship with him as you did with Atlas. Um, it did. Yeah. That part didn't make sense to me either, but I can understand her loving him, but like having comparing them as being the same was just no. (laughs) Yeah, no. That's it from her for like a really, really long time too. Like it wasn't just like a oh yeah, you know, six months into a relationship. No, he kept it for a really long time. Mm-hmm. It took him, it took him a while before he he even brought up and mentioned his past. Yeah, yeah. Which again, I'm like I could understand maybe not like starting off with that because. You know, that's a very personal thing and you have to be in a very vulnerable place with somebody in order to talk about that. Um, So maybe not right off the bat telling her that. But as we go into the next chapter, we find out that they so she meets his parents and we find out that they're getting married because he walks in on a conversation with Alyssa and Lily. And she's like, if he proposed to you tonight, would you? And she's like, yes, I would. And so they they decide to go to Vegas and get married. And Lily's like, oh, there's just some things that I need to know before we get married. At this point, <laughs> I feel like in the relationship, it's fine. You're not ready to open up to her. But before you get married, that should have been a conversation. Like they're on the plane to Vegas. You're, you're not you're not oh by the way do you want to have kids no you're already on your way to vegas honey it's signed yeah. sealed and delivered yeah yeah <laughs> uh, yeah yes. so i just have to say lily your decision making skills right here are not quite up to par he you guys have just got through this like incident give it more time but it's like nope everything's fine now let's go to vegas and it's right after that, you guys, right after that, that another incident happens. And it's like, it's too late. I mean, you married him. <laughs> so yeah. it um, seems like it was like the day after almost because she's on the phone with her mom and she's talking and she's like, oh, Ryle. Six weeks. Six weeks oh, was it yeah. six weeks? Yeah, six weeks. <laughs> but yeah, and because she, she jumps time in a really good way, but you kind of almost forget that she's jumping in time. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. She does. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so Ryle comes home and they, you know, he takes a shower, then Lily's in the shower. And as she's in the shower, she hears a crash. And she's like, what the heck? And she's like, Ryle, you know, kind of like, are you okay? Nothing. She continues showering and then here's another crash. And she's like, okay, something's wrong. She turns off the shower, gets out. And in her bedroom, the nightstand's tipped over. She's like, okay, something, something's happening. She goes out in the living room, and Ryle is sitting at the edge of the couch. And she's like, what are you doing? And he holds up her phone, and he's like, I accidentally dropped it, and the cover came off, and holds up Atlas's phone number. 
<sighs> and I guess Atlas must have not put his name on it, which was smart. But Ryle decides to call the number. And he's like, I, he's lucky he got I got his voicemail. And he just gets so angry, throws the phone across the room. And Lily thinks because they've already had an incident, she's like, one of two things going to happen. He's either going to leave me or he's going to hurt me. What a terrifying thing to have to think mm. about when you're right spouse gets angry like I've never like so gratefully never had to worry about that that's so scary to have to go into an argument like that shouldn't really even be as big of a thing as it was and think oh here's a possibility that he's gonna hurt me yeah in each incident he reacts first and then afterwards he feels stupid because Oh, if you would have just asked me or if you would have given me a chance to explain, you would have been fine. We could have worked yeah. through it, but you decide to act first. And that's I, what he does. Yeah, he I will say I will say he did the right thing at first. Well, he was angry. He was overly angry. He shouldn't have been that angry. But he leaves. He does leave. And it's not Again, it's not Lily's fault. I'm not putting any blame on her. But I was kind of proud of him when he was angry. He was just like, I'm going to take off. But then, of course, he does mess it up. And like you said, he pushes her down. Yeah, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I mean, I feel like both are childish. I feel like both reactions are childish, even though it is a lesser of two evils that he walked away. I mean, why did he go so far... Like, okay, the the case falls off, and oh, there's a post note with a number on it. Okay, like, yeah, I'm thinking about it in my own situation. Maybe I would call the number, but the problem for me is that, like you said, he always reacts before he gets information, and then he ends up looking foolish afterwards because he's pushing her downstairs because Atlas' number is in her phone. Like, that just, it makes me so mad. Like, I was just like, no, like, and like you said, for her to even consider, like, he's going to leave me or he's about to hurt me, you should have never, you should have never went through with this. It makes me so angry. Yeah, I will say in, like, a normal relationship, yeah, you don't just walk away. I, that is childish. But I think because he, uh, at this point, Lily doesn't know about his issues, but he knows about his own issues and that he yeah. can't control his anger. So I feel like for him and his situation, it was the right thing to do um, just because he he knew he wasn't going to be able to control that anger. And he's like, I just need to walk away and like calm down. Um, yeah. After he smashes the phone into pieces. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. To kind of move us along here because we're, we're running out of time. But um, so uh, Lily basically kicks him out she's like get away from me no nothing to do with you right now leave he ends up sleeping outside of their apartment door and she wakes up and um they uh ryle is at Alyssa's house lily ends up showing up there and um finally her and ryle have a talk about his past and what is kind of feeding into this issue that he has. 
and you find out um, at the beginning where he was really angry when they first met because of the um, procedure that he had tried to work on. The little boy died because his brother had a gun and accidentally shot it. That same exact situation happened to him, and he was the one that accidentally shot his brother. And so this is why he's having such issues because of that trauma that he went through as a child. Yeah, six years old. He said that he had been in therapy since he was six years old. Um, He has blackouts, can't control his anger. And he did tell um, Lily, he's like, I had no intention of hurting you. Sometimes when I feel a lot of emotions, um, something inside me snaps and he just blacks out. And he's like, I don't even remember the moment that I pushed you. But he knows that he did. And he still decided to lie about it. He kept telling Lily, you know, you just fell, you slipped or whatever. And so I'm like, you're still, yeah. Um, He was like, all I knew was I wanted to get away from you and you stood in front of me. And yeah, so I was just like, you, this conversation needed to happen way, way, way sooner in your relationship of, I feel like, I don't know that maybe Lily would have decided not to be with him or maybe she would have said okay we're gonna do this together either way you don't keep that from somebody just because you're scared of how they're gonna react to the information they definitely deserve the right to be able to have that information to make their own decision and just him keeping that from her was very selfish yeah especially to the point of marrying her yeah it was was immature it was immature for him to do all of that and to go ahead and get married and be like, I'd love to be your husband, but yeah. So we see at the end of this chapter, he convinces her again to stay stay with him. And she says she knows deep in her heart that she's doing the right thing because there's more good in him than bad. And while I believe that to be true as well, that doesn't necessarily mean the bad is good for you. (laughs) Yeah. The, you know, the, um, yeah, the the dynamic between their two histories is just like oil and vinegar, just not a good um, a good mixture. It doesn't mix. Yeah, yeah. And Lily does set some boundaries at this point too. She said, "If we ever get into a fight, what needs to happen is you need to walk away. I need to walk away, and then once everything calms down, we'll come back and we'll talk about it." So, um. I feel like Lily should have just completely walked away. But however, I am proud of her for trying to set some boundaries if once she did decide that she was going to stay with him. Yeah, and they and they keep having fights later on in the next chapter we see. And now that she understands where he's coming from, she lets him leave, doesn't chase after him, lets him cool down, and then they're able to discuss it without him being abusive towards her. Um, And then... This is such a dirty moment, too, because after he does that, I was just like, this is going to work. He's not going to. <laughs> such a dirty. The, the method works. Like, I was just like, oh, he walked away. It actually happened where he was able to calm down and they were able to come back and have a mature conversation and come to, you know, a compromise. Yeah. 
I was like, Colleen Hoover, I'm so so mad at you for this moment because part of me was just like, yes, yes, it's gonna they're gonna prevail. No. Um. So, find uh, we find out that Ryle has um, bought an apartment for him and Lily as a surprise for Lily. And um, she's looking around. She's like, this can't be my house. This can't be my kitchen. Like, it must be beautiful. I wish I could see it. Um, like, and... are we rich? I love that. <laughs> I love that part. I love are we rich? He's like, yeah, you married Dr. <laughs> I'm a neurosurgeon. <laughs> um, and so she's just super, you know, happy about the fact that, um, you know, it's in the same building as Alyssa and Marshall. And just things are are looking up. Things are coming together. She's got this worked out with Ryle for his, you know, uh, anger issues. And then she's, you know, moving into this beautiful apartment. And so then we see that um, they are... Uh, Lily Blooms gets nominated for uh, Best New Business in the Boston newspaper, and it's the People's Choice Award. And then um, Lily has her baby. Yeah, Lily or Alyssa goes into labor, and Ryle gets selected for the training at Cambridge. So he's going to England. So a lot of exciting things (laughs) happening. Yeah. And so uh, Alyssa has a baby girl and they decide to put an E on the end of Ryle's name. So they name her after him and it's Riley, which I think that's such a cute name. Um, anyways, and then uh, so Ryle, he's like, we should it's... make one of these. Oh, gosh. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um. Later that same night, they get home, and um, Ryle is already in bed because she stayed a little bit later at the hospital with Alyssa. When she gets home, she turns on the kitchen light and standing there in the And at first, I, this was like a very conflicting paragraph because <laughs> he like acts normal, and then you're like, oh, okay, he was just standing there for some reason, and then. He's getting super, super aggressive, super um, uh, sarcastic in saying really weird things. He finds the Boston magnet that Lily has from years ago that uh, that Atlas had got her, and he wants to know where she got it from. She's like, I've had it for forever, but he has a newspaper about the Bibbs restaurant where Atlas is giving an interview and he says um, he's talking about a girl and obviously that girl is Lily and um, so now Lily knows she's picking up what Ryle's thrown down that this conversation is not going to end well and he is getting very 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 aggressive and Lily tries to walk away and she goes into the bedroom and just all this stuff is all over the bed and uh, including her journal and she's like oh he read the journal and Ryle comes up behind her and he bites down on her collarbone wait I read that my gosh I was like what 
I cringed. I was like, I could feel that. I was like, what the heck? That that's such a sensitive spot, too. Oh, my gosh. But the the simple act of biting somebody. Mm -hmm. Like, can you like that? That goes so far. Yeah, that's so much different. I feel like than punching somebody than hitting somebody than, you know, any of those things actually physically biting down on somebody. That's, I was just like, okay, yeah, this is going beyond um, anything that's happened so far. Yeah, horrible. And then he goes further and just a really, like, nobody in any relationship should feel this unsafe with their spouse. Um, The fact that he, she kept telling him to stop and just he just kept going and yeah it's just the such an enraging chapter um and then what happens that she ends up blacking out he had butts her yeah yeah oh yeah oh my gosh he had butts her and she wakes up and like Ryle is back like not the his alter ego it's Ryle again and he's just I'm sorry I'm so sorry I love you I'm sorry and she kind of plays into it because she's like I need to get out of the situation so I just need to do what I have to do and she's like it's okay it's okay you were just angry it's okay but Lily is done she's like we I need to leave I'm no longer doing this and she doesn't know who to call. Alyssa just had her baby that day. And so she's like, I can't, I'm not going to do that to her. My mom, you know, I can't do that to my mom because of her relationship with my father. And it's just going to bring up a bunch of stuff. So she's like, who do I call? And we find out she actually memorized Atlas's phone number. So, oh my, yeah. <laughs> um... And Atlas is like, say no more. I will be at your door. Yeah, she doesn't even explain anything. He just can tell by her voice. He's like, you need me. I'm on the way. And she sends him the address. And she's like, please don't knock on the door. Go ahead, Ree. You have something to say. I just think that's really sad because she she points out that she hadn't really looked very much at his number, but she decided to memorize it in case she actually did need it. So there is that in the back of her mind, she always knew that she might possibly need it. And the fact that she thought that is just really, really sad. Yeah. 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 But Ryle, uh, Atlas, sorry, (laughs) Atlas shows up and immediately when she opens the door, he just in her arms um, and such a sweet moment. Like he's... He was, he didn't, he didn't make a lot of noise, but he just pulled her in and he's like, I just know you need this right now. Um, but my word, he takes her to the hospital. Yes. And they, um, they want to do some different tests. There's, you know, um, certain tests that they need to do, want to do, but one test that they can't do. Yeah. One test that they can't do, which is a T scan. And the reason they say they don't want to administer that to her. Um, And she asks, well, why not doing, why don't you want to do that CAT scan? 
and um, they say we don't want to perform x-rays on women who are pregnant and that's it's vital and when I read that I was like no oh god no <laughs> she's gonna go back with Ryle because now she's pregnant with his child I'm not gonna go yeah I basically screamed no at this point because I was so upset yeah, yeah. it just yeah um, so then Atlas takes her back to his house because obviously she's like, I'm not I'm still not going back home. Um, I need to think. And he actually lives in an expensive neighborhood. He has a house. He owns a house and everything. I was like, OK, he uh, he uh, actually did it. He went from being homeless to owning his own house in a bougie neighborhood. And he's so humble uh, about it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, yeah, the restaurant is okay. Like, you keep that personality. You're so sweet. <laughs> Even like slept in her room that night in a chair. He was because he was so worried that she might have had a concussion. And Atlas, why are you just so perfect? Like, it's not fair. I know he has to go to work the next day, and he leaves a little nervous and just keeps swimming. Again, back with the Finding Nemo references. <laughs> and she gets breakfast from him. I'm so jealous. <laughs> I was like, I was too. Uh, he's uh, a just to move us along here. Um, basically, she spends the next several days with uh, in Atlas's house. And she's just not ready to go back. But literally nothing. Nothing, you know, sparking between her and Atlas or anything like that. Um, and then... They have this really sweet moment where they're watching the Ellen DeGeneres show together because Atlas records the episodes. And uh, so they sit down and it's a throwback to their teenage years where she's leaning on him and watching it together and laughing. Um, But later on, um, there's a couple of... um, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, but Ryle does go. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Ryle does go to um, end up going to England, and he gives um, Lily the keys. And before he leaves, she kind of like takes a shot, a you know, justified shot at him. She said, "You know what the worst part is? All you had to do when you found my journal was ask me for a naked truth. I would have been honest with you, but you didn't. You chose not to ask for my help." And now we'll both have to suffer the consequences of your actions for the rest of our lives. Oh, Ryle. Yeah. Just one bad decision after another. This whole time, they're not letting Alyssa know what is on. Alyssa Mm -hmm. doesn't know what happened, doesn't know that they're basically split up at the moment. Um, And uh, so um, basically, Lily's making excuses for why she can't come yeah she's still at atlas's house at this point and she ends up meeting his friends because they come over one night for a poker night which they do every friday but atlas isn't home so at first she's like um who are these weird people at my at your door and he's just like oh so sorry (laughs) and they end up being so cool like he has some really good friends well they're actually employees of his as well 
So they all work for him and they just take to Lily right away and make her feel comfortable. And they even joke with her. And I thought it was funny. Is when is Cassie going to show up? Alice's girlfriend that he mentioned. Yes. The first half of the book. Yeah. And And he asks everybody and they're like, who's Cassie? (laughs) And Atlas is like, oh, yeah, by the way, I made that up. (laughs) Cassie's never existed. Um, We also find out, you know, because this is obviously something we're all thinking about since the beginning of the book is why did they never reconnect after all these years? Because, you know, when they were making their plans as teenagers, they were supposed to find each other in Boston. And as far as we know, that never happened. Um, But that's what Lily asks is, why did you never come for me? And Atlas is like, I did. I came back. You weren't in town because you went to college. I went to the college to find you. And you just looked really happy. You looked, you had a boyfriend. And I just didn't want to interfere with that. And so that is why, after all these years, we never had reconnected with Atlas. Yeah, poor Atlas felt like he wasn't good enough for Lily. And he just wanted to make her happy and wanted to be in a place in his life that he felt like he can actually do that. And I was like, well, you don't really have, like, you, Ryle set the bar real low. So I feel like you're in a good place. <laughs> At the end of that chapter, though, he's like, fall in love with me. You're still my favorite person. Um, so I love Alyssa again because she just, she knows something is up with Lily when she comes over. She's like, you can't hide anything from your best friend. <laughs> so spill it. And she tells Lily everything and, or Lily, sorry. She tells Alyssa everything and um, Alyssa's crying when she's finished. And so she's expecting Alyssa to um, beg her to take Ryle's past into consideration and work things out with him. But instead she says, my brother loves you, Lily. He loves you so much. You have changed his entire life and have made him someone that I never thought he could be. As his sister, I wish more than anything that you could find a way to forgive him. But as your best friend, I have to tell that you that if you take him back, I will never speak to you again. Oh my gosh. I cried. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Alyssa, like, I was even expecting her to kind of be like you know like take not take his side but like yeah take this into consideration but no she was just like do not do not take him back and for her to just be able to say that even though Ryle is her brother shows how much for one that she loves Lily and how she's able to kind of take her feelings out of something and to look at it with um just no bias it's a beautiful thing beautiful quality to have um and then she says we're she tells her that she's pregnant and she's like we're definitely throwing you a baby shower and she also tells marshall because marshall walks in and she's like i will divorce you if you say anything (laughs) cut your mouth so i thought that was funny she just Lily also sets up a meeting with her mom to once again Lily's just expecting her mom to you know make 
excuses or, you know, because that's what she did her entire time growing up. Um, but they have a really sweet moment where Lily learns more about the headspace that her mom was at during that time. And her mom says we all have a limit of with before we break. And she says she knew her limit with Lily's dad, but little by little, with every incident, that limit kept getting pushed and she kept making excuses. And so she doesn't want, you know, Lily to make that same mistake. She just kind of, she's like, you got to know your limit and stick with it. Yep. And then Ryle comes home early and finds out, obviously, that Lily is pregnant because she's pretty far along at this point. And they they have a conversation. Um, he actually brings Marshall with him so that she would feel more comfortable. Um, again, it's just that warring inside of you because you're just like, okay, he's still trying to do the right thing. He's just, ugh. Yeah. He just can't get it together. Um, so over the next several weeks, um, they're staying separated. Ryle's staying with Marshall um, and Lily living in the apartment, getting ready for the baby. Um, and at the point where she's needing to put the, um, or she finishes a, a mural and she invites Ryle to come look at it. And um, he comes and you know, they're talking and he just wants to talk about things. And so she ends up telling him um, at, eventually that they can't be together, that she can't be with him. And um, she's never going to keep the child away from him, but she can't, um, she can't stay there. Or she can't stay with him. Yeah, it was at the moment that she actually held her daughter in her hands that she was just like, I this cycle needs to end. I I have to make this decision for my daughter and just the best decision. It's going to be a she acknowledges that it's going to be a sucky situation either way because her daughter's not going to grow up with both her parents um to being together, but she's like it's better to have it where her father um it's less likely that he's going to have an episode if they're not together. Then if they do stay together and her child have to witness that. So And she said man. it ends with us to her daughter. And I was like, Oh, there's the title of the book. <laughs> That's what <it> mm. <laughs> um to wrap this up so we can, you know, finish talking about other things really quickly. Um at the very end, uh Lily eleven months pushing, later. Yeah, eleven months later, Lily's pushing the stroller through the crowd. She's going to meet Ryle to her off for their co-parenting that they're doing and she runs into atlas and you know they kind of have an awkward exchange where he's like oh this is a kid and uh, with ryle but i'm you know we're going we're not together she alludes that basically and they're just like they move on from each other after that conversation he walks away she walks away something just I just want to bring out. So it was such a beautiful moment, too. Um, I could appreciate how strong Lily is and how much she still shows that she cares for Ryle because they end up naming their baby Emerson, which was um, Ryle and Alyssa's uh, brother's name, the one that died. So I thought that was so beautiful. 
Um, but yes, she she moved. They move away from each other, and um, she meets up with Ryle, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I gotta go do something," and she's running through the crowd, and you're like, "Yes, yes, yes!" <laughs> and your man, it's your man. <laughs> and they reconnect, and um, you just have to read it. If you haven't read it yet, you have to. Read it, but the last thing, the last sentence of this book like literally tears running down my face you can stop swimming now lily we finally reached the shore like tingles tears yeah craziness so that is the end of it ends with us there's so much in that book though (laughs) there's too much we've spent way long talking about it (laughs) yeah and we could have probably spent like two more hours on it honestly there's so much to to cover the next book we're doing is It Starts With Us, so we're going to be able to continue this story. But to wrap up our book, as we usually do, anybody have any um, ideas on who you would cast as these characters? I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but I'm curious, Deja, have you thought about that, of who you would cast in a movie? Um, I think I have a hard time with, like, Lily choosing person for Lily and choosing a person for Ryle, like setting one in stone. But um, I think with this, I personally really like, I don't know how to say his last name, but is it Logan Lerman or Lerman? Do you know what I'm talking about? From Perky and Wallflower. His like more recent photos or he's like scruffy and just I like that. I like that pick. Um, Ryle or Atlas, I had a hard, <laughs> I had a hard time imagining somebody for, I wasn't quite sure because they, they talked about, so he had the brown hair and he had these bright blue eyes. And I was just like, I need somebody cast who has just like piercing blue eyes. I just need that in my life. Um, I see Jack and do that. <laughs> right. If he was younger, I would definitely say like, Chris Pine, just because he has those eyes, but he's a little too old for this role. So um, the only people that I could come up with was maybe like Chase Crawford or Matt Latner. Um, But again, I'm not completely sold (laughs) on those two people. Um, Lily, I'm not, I haven't seen her in a lot of stuff. Oh, sorry. <laughs> for for Atlas, I actually only had one person that I was really picturing, and it was Jeremy Sumter. Jeremy's he's oh wait, Jeremy Sumter. Oh, he was from um, Peter Pan, huh? Yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> That's a throwback. That is a throwback. Okay. I can see that. I see you, Ree. It's funny. Well, so I mentioned this last week that I think for Ryle, a good fit would be Dylan O'Brien because of the whole Taylor Swift video with him. And then for Lily um, being Sadie Sink because of her red hair. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was definitely thinking Sadie. I couldn't remember her name, but that. That's, I think she could play her pretty well, especially because she's supposed to be 23, which is bonkers to me that Lily is supposed to be 23 in this book. Yeah, 24. 
Mm-mm. Not owning your own business, no, ma'am. But um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think she'd be great. I don't. I definitely can't see Dylan O'Brien hitting nobody because that's my boo. But <laughs> well, you, yeah, I mean, the, have you seen that Taylor Swift video? Yeah. Yeah, I know he didn't, wasn't, like, abusive, but he did get a little more aggressive than I'd seen yeah. before. So that's what, like, it makes me picture that in my head, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I was thinking, like, I was trying to think of somebody who could pull off being, like, a doctor who, um, see, he's not really my type, but I can appreciate that he's a good actor. Uh, Theo James. Oh. I thought okay, he would I... be a good pick. Ryle. Do you like Theo James or Ryle? Yeah. Okay. So I love Theo James and I was totally like, yeah, really? I know. And I, I just like, I just feel like he would be a good fit, but I was just talking to another friend about this and she was like, she was saying how she could see Ryle being like, not so just like, you know, like white guy, but like someone who's kind of like racially ambiguous kind of. And yeah. um, she was going into the guy, um, I guess, who some, has something to do with the movie. I don't know what he has to do with the movie, but Justin Baldoni. Okay, bro. Look, I don't know if I can show you the picture, but look at that. Oh, wow. I, oh my gosh. Before. Yeah, I like to do it. He's a little bit older, I think, though. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't look he doesn't look that old. He doesn't look as old as he is. He looks like he should be alive. And and Ryle, I think, was supposed to be older than Lily. I think he's around thirty. Around thirty ish, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like that. I thought for Lily, um, I like I really like Sadie, but another person, um, I don't know why she just automatically came to my mind because I haven't seen that she was in Castle. I haven't seen that in forever. But Molly Quinn is her name and she just has like these beautiful eyes and i just think she could pull off yeah yeah she's pretty Mm -hmm. and she looks like she could just be like she just has like an innocent look but she also looks like she could be like the strong i don't Mm -hmm. know brave and bold she has like a mom vibe like she could just I don't mom know. Vibe. like a, yeah you know just some people you can look at them and you just like can tell like they just have you like got a that. mom vibe <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't say she has a mom vibe i would say like that me motherly like yeah that's just mother, very gentle like she would be a good mom yeah like, caretaker. Uh, yeah yes there yeah. you go and then for okay. Alyssa, i really want Layton meester that's my only really yeah, I just think that she just has such a, like, I don't know. I just feel like she could be, like, really sweet, but, like, obviously she also has that sassy side to her, and I don't know. funny. I imagine, like, somebody like Adrian Bailon. Is that how you say her name? Uh, oh. Cheetah Girls. <laughs> oh. Like, I like I just, her. She's got that sassy attitude, but also can be nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Reese. <laughs> sorry. I also had someone for Ryle. Um, Bob Morley. Bob Morley. <laughs> no, Bob Morley. 
Morley. <laughs> okay, Ray. <Marie. laughs> he oh, was okay. from the 100. Yeah. Oh, okay. For Ryle, hmm? Mm-hmm. He, he looks too sweet. <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine him being aggressive. Yeah, I can't imagine it either. He just, look at his smile. He just looks so, like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's just keep those images in our head and not make a movie. Thank you very much. <laughs> I want a movie. I love it. Um, what are you? Oh, how, I don't even know if I need to ask this, but how many stars out of five are we giving this? Uh, so, Deja, since you're a guest, how many stars? Um, honestly, this is one of my favorite books. I definitely would give it a five out of five, being the highest. Maybe a couple, couple off for a few questions unanswered, but I love it. I cry my eyes out. Even the note from the author. Or she's talking about her mom makes me cry my eyes out. So, yeah. What are you hoping will happen in this next book? It's, it, uh, it's I hope to get a few answers. Like, I want some answers about Atlas. Um, I want to know a little bit more about, like, his background. But also, what happened after he got beat up? Yeah. What happened in, you know, the time between um seeing her again like i don't need a whole lot on that but i need something and yeah like i i don't necessarily want to see them like happily ever after but i would definitely like for them to you know explore their relationship and fall in love even more (laughs) yeah Awesome. And she wants some um, something that's not perfect about Atlas. <laughs> just yeah. yeah, just a little, a little human. human. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little balance. Because right now he's pretty perfect. So yeah. Alyssa, <laughs> um, how many stars? Well, you guys already know it's a five out of five for me. Just, uh, I just love this book so much, and um, I'm still emotional after reading it again. I just, yeah, it's so great. What about you, Ree? Yeah, I think I'd also give it five out of five. Awesome. I will as well. I will say I'm not usually into these types of books, this genre of books, but um, from the first chapter of this one, it pulled me in in a different way than All Your Perfects did. Um, All Your Perfects, it was good. Not my favorite, I would say, but it was readable. This one, I was like, wow, I'm really invested in these characters and the development of the story. So, yeah. We got her. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us again for another episode of Book Between Sisters. Uh, Thank you so much, Deja, for joining us um, on this episode as well. Um, Hopefully, you are back for It Starts With Us. Um, you know we have to read (laughs) I have to jump in and read that and um, yeah uh, until next time Oh, and again we are going to be jumping starts with us um, for our next episode so uh, if you haven't got a copy yet get a copy read along with us and um, we're excited to see what happens with Lily and Atlas 
Ryle. And baby Emerson. Emerson Dory. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Alright. All right. Bye. 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 for listening to books between sisters if you are a book lover and enjoyed our discussion we'd love to hear more from you please feel free to follow us on twitter or instagram or both at bbs underscore pod you can also send us book suggestions or questions at books between sisters pod at gmail.com or if you'd like you can find us on ko-fi.com forward slash bbs podcast if you want us to buy us any coffee, books, or just donations of any kind.